0: Welcome to EY Access with your host, Eric Young.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Eric Young. I'm the president and creative director of EY Studios. I'm sitting here with the art director of EY, JT Hammond. How's it going, JT? Hey, Eric. I'm doing great. JT, we're talking about product badging. I don't know if you got the memo, if you're prepared. Hopefully, you are. But uh, what is product badging?
2: Product badging is a graphic device that helps customers differentiate one product against another.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, badging is not a everyday term you hear used a lot in e-commerce. Right. Some people are familiar with the term, some are not. Why do you think that is? Is it just because a few only use it? It's just kind of a relatively new concept? What do you think?
2: I feel like it's been around a while. Uh, you know, People probably call it different things. Mm-hmm. You know, we call it badging because it's the labels that kind of go across the product thumbnails. But I think a lot of people, when they hear the word badging, they're thinking of you know like one of the seals, like a... 20 year anniversary or something mm, like that.
1: Right, right. So talk to me about the different types of badging. You see a lot of different types, what are they?
2: Right, one of the first ones that I would want to cover, the stock status, mm-hmm. and those are going to be the ones like your in stock, out of stock, uh, pre-order, back order, low stock, things like that. The second type would be the commentary ones, mm-hmm. and those would be the ones that are like best sellers, clearance, uh, new arrival, our picks on sale. Something
1: that's not just a status, a right. stock status or whatnot. Right, kind. almost kind of like a recommendation type. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I know that some people actually use real time inventory for these. Some kind of fake it right. a little bit. Do you think that the in stock is a really critical thing to see on most stores? Do you think it's just works for some, not others? How do you feel about that? To
2: me, I think I would use those more if it's a if it's a low stock, mm-hmm. anything that's mm-hmm. going to catch my attention right. more. That right. Right. It's a, it's a higher priority mm-hmm. that you, you should assume it's going to be in stock, right? Exactly.
1: And if it's not, or if it's bordering on being out of stock, that's when you really need to know.
2: That's what I need to know, right? Right. Because if I, not, I'm going to waste a click and to go to the item page, and then we'll get frustrated that I got all the way to that level. So I'd rather know upfront if it's out of stock or.
1: Well, and I think it also lends some emotional urgency as well. I know even in brick and mortar stores, if I see that it's the last item, even if I'm debating getting that item or not, I know it's the last or second to last. I don't, I'm more apt to pick it up. Are you the same way like when right.
2: you shop? or Right. No, I definitely agree.
1: And, and I think it, it applies to e-commerce as well. And I know that we're not supposed to do this, and Tara is like the executive producer, <laughs> but you're here as well. It's not just me yes. and JT in the room. But Tara, how about you? When you shop and you, you see like a low status alert, does that have any impact on you? It, it,
0: creates, is- it creates a sense of urgency, especially with online. You often don't know when they're going to get it back in stock. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get it. If it's a product that you need right away, you don't want to hold off because it could be months before you get it back in stock.
1: So two main groupings, right? So we're talking about stock status and then, like you said, commentary. And stock would be in stock, out of stock, uh, low quantity like we just talked about. Pre-order is huge. I think if you have collectibles or, or sell something like that, You have to label if something is a pre-order. Otherwise, somebody thinks, oh, I can just go buy this item. Right. If you don't put badging on the section page that this thing is a pre-order, I think that can really hurt you. What what do you all think? Agree disagree?
0: For sure. I mean, it also gives the exclusive element. Like, Mm -hmm. I could be the first person to get this.
1: Right. And and so the next one is commentary. And like you said, that's more of editor's pick. Uh, We recommend bestseller, things like that. Now, does that have the same impact with you, Tara? I mean, do you like that kind of voice to come through? or
0: I think it depends on what you're buying. Mm-hmm. If it's a product I'm unsure about, if I see that it's a top seller and that a lot of other people have bought it, it would help me reassure to know that, well, this is a common product. I'm making a good decision because other people have made this decision and they've been happy.
1: Yeah, Tara, I was using an example, of, I was talking to a merchant the other day that, that sells jewelry and my wife is from a jewelers family, okay, I mean, she knows everything about jewelry. I don't. I'm a complete idiot when it comes to that and I don't want to appear as an idiot to my wife, obviously. And anytime I can avoid being an idiot to my wife, it's it's a welcome yes. change. you know. But um, you know, when I'm buying jewelry or anything that I'm not really savvy, I, I, I need some hand holding. I need that store to say... We Recommend or this is a good introductory pick. I mean, what, what do you think, Tier? I mean, because otherwise, you don't know. I mean, the store, the, it's kind of taking the posture of here's all our stuff, hope you find something that you want. And I'm sitting here going, Look, it's not really the, 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 the money is a problem. The money is not a problem. It's, I don't want to buy the wrong thing. I mean, do you guys experience that when you shop? Is but, that,
0: especially something uh, that's where a top rated badge might come in really handy, like mm-hmm. 100% success? five stars, 100% customer satisfaction. That kind of rating would give the buyer, especially for a little more higher priced items, give the buyer the sense of satisfaction. Like, yes, this is a good choice.
1: Well, and I think, like you said, reviews are some of the best badging that you can do. I, you know, when I see, okay, this thing is rated three stars, this thing is five. I like seeing star reviews on the section page. I think that that's, Uh, A big enhancement to whether I want to click on that or not. What what do y'all think when you see the reviews?
2: I agree. Pretty much anything that I buy online, I do a lot of research. I don't care if it's a $5 product or if it's a Mm -hmm. $1,000 product. Whatever the market's going to be, I'm going to do my research because I don't like wasting money Mm -hmm. and I want to make an informed decision and I want to read other people's reviews. And I you know, even uh, you know, we're looking for uh, you know anniversary trip, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm looking at all these different resorts. They rated the location. Rated the locations, yeah. you know, the customers' feedback. You know, if it's four star, five. You didn't stars, say in north. stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't say it was in stock. All but right. I do a lot of research, so I, I very much appreciate the reviews, and right. yeah, I I take the time to generally re- read through all those. So,
1: JT, when you, okay, so you're talking about the, the trip. That's kind of an interesting example. When should you use product badging? I mean is there a time when not to use and When should you use these, this device?
2: Any that you want to ed- educate the shoppers, you know, help them make a purchase decision.
1: Right. It's all about education at the end of the day, right, Tara? I mean right. it's we can call it fancy titles badging, at the end of the day it's just educating. This is what you need to know about this product as opposed to another and that sort of thing. Now earlier on you are talking about maybe the overabundance of badging, if, if everything is, is best seller it really doesn't have much of an impact, right? You want to right. talk about that, just kind of the frequency
2: of using this? Right, I'd be careful about the amount of products that you have any kind of badging on there because mm. you could get to a point where you have like the badge blindness where everything on the page is super colorful. You have badges right. all over the place. And then to me, you kind of start to lose the effectiveness at that point.
1: Well, and, and I think that you really have to be careful that you're not forcing the customer to do homework, That the, that by nature of using the badging, it becomes a complicated design that you're having to compare and contrast too much. I think it needs to be used sparingly uh, for these... I mean, you don't want to put editor's pick or bestseller like we just talked about every single time. Now, reviews, I think, is a different story. I think you can put review stars on every single item, but something else may not be quite as appropriate. Do you agree, Tara? What do you think?
0: Correct. And you definitely don't want to overdo it, especially with the same type of badging. Mm -hmm. You can use multiple badges um like if you're doing colors like jt mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier um will be more listed at the bottom then you could have a new top Mm -hmm. so if the badges are listed separately it makes it a lot less confusing for the consumer but if you have multiple badges in the top right hand corner it starts to just overwhelm and you don't want them to be reading a list
1: right i like that yeah you don't want to make them feel like they're doing homework that's my main point right so let's let's talk about The placement, and we're talking about the section page, but it can have other uses as well. When do you put badging? Where where do you place them to a team?
2: I think there it depends on the type of badging that we're talking about. If it's the review stars, I would put that below, or somewhere close to the product title, obviously Mm -hmm. under the thumbnail. Uh, Possibly close to the price, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the price, and then I'm looking at the, the star. And and it varies, right? And we're berries. not saying it, You have to do that. but That's right. typically where we're typically where it. I'd recommend putting it. Right now, if it's as far as a bestseller or clearance, overlay the product thumbnail, mm-hmm. but be careful about how much of that product thumbnail you actually cover up. You right? don't want to obscure the product exactly. itself too much. Yeah. So typically, what we'll do them is like a little corner flag, mm-hmm. a triangle in that kind of upper left or right corner, or almost like a little small rectangle that kind of extrudes and it into, juts out or right, something like comes that. comes out into the uh, the product just a little right.
1: bit but that you also include it on the product page as well. I mean, if you've got something as a best seller or a pre-order or whatever else it is,
2: it's sometimes good to carry that over, right? Exactly. It's all about you know, being consistent. Mm-hmm. So if you're showing me something that's a bestseller on the section page and then I click on that and I go to the item page and I lose that badging, mm-hmm. is it really a best seller? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you carry that badging all the way across.
1: Right. And that's especially useful for, like we said, the star reviews. Because I, I can't tell you the number of sites that I see that have the star reviews on the product page, but they don't extend it to the section page. I'm actually seeing it vice versa in some rare instances where they list the reviews on the section page, but not on the product page, which is really crazy. <laughs> but, but traditionally, it's, it's on the product page itself and not on the section. Um, all right. So you talked about the design earlier. Let's go a little bit more into that as far as color. Talk to me about how you design these badging
2: the first thing i go to there's actually a couple of factors that i'll kind of tie into the first one is i mean you obviously want the badges to stand out mm-hmm. uh, but what degree do they need to stand out so this is where i kind of break it down into several factors the first first one covers how many different kinds of badging are you going to use on the site mm-hmm. uh, if you have a lot you may not want to go too bold or bright because then you're going to end up getting the badge blindness mm-hmm. it's going to be very confusing to kind of distinguish all of those And you don't want your site
0: to look like a rainbow threw up by any means. Wait a Uh,
2: second.
1: Throwing up rainbows is
2: a bad thing. Throwing up rainbows is
0: a bad thing. Unless you are advertising for the Minions, baby.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, You know, but if you only have a couple on the page, I can definitely see those going bolder, brighter, because you really want those to stand out, especially if people are not used to seeing those and only a couple products have
1: them. Yeah, and I would say in terms of color, is always look back at the product photo itself like the jewelry example that I referenced earlier. I mean, they're selling pearls and really kind of muted colors throughout. It's not, it doesn't have the rainbow colors. And so it's very easy to overwhelm that type of of product photo with a a really garish color scheme. And so you have to be very cognizant of how these colors impact the product photo it's themselves.
2: Exactly. You know? And that was my second point. Uh, just to t- go back to the types of products that you sell. Mm-hmm. If you have a lot of very colorful products, a colorful badge is probably not going to stand out. I would mm-hmm. go with something that's a little bit more muted, something that's very different. But if you have a very kind of sterile site, very plain Jane photos, mm-hmm. I would go with something a little bit brighter, bolder, because you really want that to pop against those products.
1: Well, talk to me about verbiage. So we've we've talked about what to call these things, pre order in stock, whatever. But but in terms of how you actually execute that verbiage with fonts and whatnot, what are some key ideas to keep in mind there?
2: I would kind of start small. I mean, I would sm- start with the the titles that people are familiar with, mm-hmm. the, that kind of vernacular, the new new arrivals. Don't get crazy, new, right? Don't, don't, get don't get super crazy. funky right, with bestsellers. what you yeah. Right, don't use any kind of jargon or any other kind of words that people are unfamiliar with because mm-hmm. then you're just gonna create more confusion at that point.
1: Yeah. It's like remember your e-commerce site where you you rated like three out of five JT beards. Exactly. Everybody had no idea what you were talking about. That was right. a, that was one of your worst ideas. JT, I know it was so terrible. I'm glad you abandoned that site. We've Nobody else can find. funny. right. We've we've moved past that. All right. So give me some bad examples, JT. We're talking about what to do. What do you not need to do with badging? What do you what do you need to avoid?
2: Well, the first one was the jargon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the the terms people are familiar with. Uh, don't get funky. Don't, don't get, don't get funky. Right, right. Be. be be clear. Right, and then the second one, the big one, I guess, would be don't make it look like a button. Because the badging is not clickable. The product image is clickable. The other stuff, mm-hmm. especially if you have add to cart buttons or shot yeah. now buttons on your section page, you definitely don't want to make the other ones look like buttons. Because then you're going to have all this, this multicolor stacking.
1: I've seen that so often with badging, where they come with like these 3D. Type of graphics that make you want to click it, and right. it's not clickable. It's just a, a badge. Right. And, and would you say that when somebody does have like a, a shop now or view more, should it be adjacent to those to those buttons or?
2: I think anytime that you have those buttons, I would go, I would look at doing like the corner flag kind of separate. Get it away the, from, get it from that, because otherwise
1: it can just kind of
0: confuse right. the proceedings. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tara, what do you think? Good info? I think that's great info. I think that you really helped clear up a topic that a lot of people don't necessarily know about. Maybe super a lot of, familiar with. Maybe yeah. a lot of merchants have seen it on other stores and right. not had not known what to even call it to know to look for it. So you really helped merchants be able to um, use that on their site.
1: All right, great information on product badging. Appreciate it, JT. Appreciate it, Tara. And we'll see you next time on EY Access.